Do you love watching sports? Well, how would you like to be able to take your favorite sports with you and watch them anywhere? In your house, on your computer, even on your smartphone for one low price. With National Programming Service, you can. That's right, for one low price, so low we can't publish it, you can take your favorite sports anywhere, anytime with you. And we even give you free installation and free premium movie channels. Don't wait. Call National Programming Service right now. Right now, you could be up and running and watching your favorite sports and shows in just a few hours. Remember, call in the next 10 minutes and ask about our special radio offer and learn about free installation. Call right now. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. gentlemen live from the west coast it's time for ring talk live world one your inside look into combat sports so let it be written so let it be done brought to you by the wbo the world boxing organization pull up some dust and sit down and now the host of the longest running fight show in radio and internet history i am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior i engaged in Pedro Fernandez. My advice to you is to start drinking heavily. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, of course, emanating from a spot unknown somewhere in North America, of course, locked out of our studios because of the coronavirus. Bottom line is, we'll have a good time for the next two hours kicking it here, of course, on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, and Sirius XM Satellite Radio, Channel 211. Of course, SB Nation as well as join the Ring Talk Club. Straight up, my name is Pedro Fernandez. Maybe you know that, maybe you don't. Of course, I'm an award-winning writer, four-time Golden Glove champion, made his number 13 in Olympic year as far as boxing is concerned, so I know a little bit about what happens inside the four inside the squared circle. So we'll talk about that in depth for two hours. Boxing and MMA for the next two hours live on Sports Violin. Of course, hour number one, I'll bring in the retired HBO legend. I'm talking about the Godfather. Larry Merchant will be here in a little while. We'll talk boxing and MMA with Larry. MMA to an, to an extent where there was some MMA matches back in the early days, say the 50s and the 60s, but they were sort of ignored. And I wonder if Larry knew the tough guy down there uh, in, in L.A. Of course, that was Gene LaBelle. Of course, he was a guy that was running Superman and all kinds of other stuff. Lots of things to talk about. Of course, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, all across America, Canada, Puerto Rico. You know, when we first debuted on the Internet back in 1992, we were the first, like, sports show to go on the Internet with the Talk America Radio Network. We're in 160 countries at that time. I said, wow, 160 countries, man. Now the Internet's up to, like, 198 countries. Wow, holy cow. Bottom line is... You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide all across America, Canada, Puerto Rico, of course, and the Virgin Islands. That's the way it used to be. That was like 30 years ago. And now, of course, we're all around the world. Straight up, you're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Larry Merchant will be here in a little while. Hour number two, I'll go deep into the world of Alexis Arguello. Unplugged, baby. Alexis Unplugged. Hour number two here on Sports Byline. I don't And what is he to you? Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. 
clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Are you a 1099 contractor, business owner, or self-employed? Then you need to hear this important message. Through the Coronavirus Relief Act, you may be entitled to an advance of up to $10,000. But if you are like most hardworking Americans, you don't have time to spend hours waiting on hold and digging through government paperwork. The good news is you don't have to. SBA Coach has already done all the heavy lifting for you. Text SBA to 55444 and our two-minute survey will tell you if you qualify. Then get you started on our simple and easy application. Funds are limited, so don't miss your chance. Text SBA to 55444 or visit sbaquick.com to get your free qualification survey. We are here to help you apply to the SBA, but we are not connected or endorsed by the federal government or SBA. Again, text SBA to 55444 or visit sbaquick.com and get in line for the funding you need. This is Joanne Jenkins, CEO of AARP. As the coronavirus continues to affect us all, especially older people and those with underlying health conditions, AARP is here, actively supporting you and your community. Every day, we're providing updated information and tips from trusted sources. We're hosting weekly teletown halls with the nation's top health experts, advocating on your behalf with national and local lawmakers to help secure sufficient resources to meet people's needs, sharing tools to protect you and your family from fraud, and creating resources for family caregivers everywhere to help keep them and their loved ones safe and healthy. For more than 60 years, we've been here to educate, serve, and fight for older Americans. Today, you can count on AARP more than ever. Join us. We may be apart, but we don't have to be alone. Stay connected at aarp.org slash coronavirus. You check things all the time, like your email every 10 seconds or your ex's Instagram. But what about checking something as important as your credit? Well, Discover makes it quick, easy, and best of all, free. Discover is now offering FICO credit scores, the score used by 90% of top lenders for free, even if you're not a customer. Checking your score won't hurt your credit, and you can check each month for changes always for free. The Discover Credit Scorecard, free for everyone. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. Believe it or not, that is the Tower of Power doing something from the Great American Soul Book back around 2007. Of course, Larry Bragg's on lead. And Larry, Larry, you owe me for your fame. No, I'm just kidding. Bottom line is I got Larry the gig with Tower of Power. I sort of recommended Larry to Tower of Power. He was with Executive Suite. And that was a band that I was introducing down on uh, Fisherman's Wharf every Saturday night, like at 10 o'clock. It's a club. They give me 50 bucks and some drinks to introduce his band. And I didn't know that the... Jose Cruz's band would, you know, spawn Larry Braggs. Of course, Larry Braggs now the lead singer of The Temptations. Now, we go from music back to the sport, uh, the subject in hand, of course, combat sports and boxing for the next two hours live on Sports Byline. Hour number two, I'll be going deep into the life of Alexis Arguello, of course, a professional from 1968 to 1995. 
some of those fights towards the end, I was against. He knew it and talked about that. We talked about that in depth. In fact, I'll talk about Alexis in hour number two like I've never discussed him before ever on the radio. Why? Because I think it's time now. I mean, he's been dead, what, 12 years, 11, 12 years now. I think I can sort of like lay it to rest without getting super emotional. I got emotional writing the script for it today. That was a bit tough. Um, because I lay things out. In other words, I'll lay out some ideas as to whether, what I'm going to talk about as far as expanding on Alexis. I'm just going to go there and go, hey, he had 77 fights or something like that. I'm going to try to go into his life in depth. And as I was going through it, it was a little, it was a little, um, emotional. Um, it was a little emotional. And it was a little emotional because at one point in time, he and I were not ever close, but we were good associates. We were good associates. He was a good guy. I welcomed him, uh, he welcomed me in his house, and of course, I welcomed him when he came to San Francisco. Bottom line is, Alexis Arguello unplugged in hour two. Now, guess what? I know the entire world is shut down because of the coronavirus, but not those people in Belarus, man. They're playing football. What I mean is soccer. They're playing soccer in Belarus. They've got an active, uh, they've got Europe's only active football league, soccer league. And of course, they also had some. Uh, some uh, kickboxing there yesterday, and I think Fight News, I think Fight News says something like that, says something to the point where, um, this is what Fight News said, quote, we're lucky to see live combat sports of any kind these days. Hey, Carl Freetag, are you an idiot or what? I mean, come on, man, where did you go to school? Uh, did you go to school? Did you get a diploma? You know that people are going out if they associate uh, in public, in mass, there's a good chance they're going to get sick. So what you're trying to say is, we're lucky to see live combat sports of any kind these days. Not when people could possibly get sick, man. How about the, the UFC? Of course, they finally got put in their place. Mazza. I'm talking about Mazza. Yeah, Mazza. Mazza Dana White. Mazza. Mazza. Master. Call him what you want. Bottom line is, he's a pimp. My mind, there's no doubt about that. I mean, he's the most flagrant pimp in, in the world of sports at large. I kid you not. He's getting guys to sell out Madison Square Garden. $7 million gates, and as far as the live gates were concerned, of course, talking about Jorge Masvidal, he got 500000 bucks for selling out MSG, selling MSG, winning the fight. I think he got like a $50,000 bonus. So he got five hundred and fifty grand, and the fight did pay-per-view numbers uh, through the roof. I mean, come on, man. That just is not right. It's just not right. I mean, I explained this time and time again, and I hate to go back to my old cop days, but if a hooker and a pimp had a relationship like Dana White has with his fighters, there would be no hookers in the world of pro there would be no prostitution because no hooker is going to go out there and work for eight or 12 cents on a dollar. Okay. But yet Dana White expected, no, he expects, he makes these guys go out and fight for that. And if they don't, they get burned. If you don't do things Dana's way, he'll put you in a fight that you can't win or he'll call you up to the last minute and tell you to take this fight. You won't, if you're not on Dana's list, you're, 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 you're vulnerable. I mean, you just are. I mean, you're, even if you are with him, you're tight with him. You know what I'm saying? He can still screw you up. I watch him screw guys over left and right. Nothing matters to Dana White except putting the show on, no matter where the show goes. Of course, this week, uh, Disney and the people at ESPN had their, their common sense finally came to, uh, came to the surface when they said, hey, what, Dana? You're not going to throw any events at that Lamore uh, Indian Casino down there in Lamar, California. You're not going to do that. You're not going to throw any... We're not going to air any fights on any island or anything like that, not until this coronavirus thing is over with. And Dana was adamant, because Dana is a very big supporter uh, of Donald Trump. He's got pictures of him and Trump and this kind of good stuff. And I, I always thought that that Dana was a cracker. And what I mean by a cracker is a white square. I, I just always thought he was. I never thought there was nothing 
ethnic about him when you say brother and this and that. You know, I just said, I'm just a white guy be acting a fool. That's all. And that's what he was. Some guy from Boston. Of course, Whitey Bulger ran him out of town. Whitey Bulger being the mafia don that died about, I guess, about a year ago in the pen when they transferred him from one jail to another unannounced. And he was dead within 24 hours. Coincidence? Mm, perhaps. Anyway, uh, Whitey Bulger and his boys went to Dana White. And Dana was running a small boxing gym in Boston. And they went to Dana White and they said, listen, we need 2500 bucks a month protection money. And they said, I couldn't give you 25 bucks or 250 bucks. I just don't have it. Bottom line is they scared the snot out of Dana, scared him enough to worry. He just left. He left Boston. Just got out. Like one day he decided, I'm leaving tomorrow. And he left the next day and he went to Las Vegas with, you know, pot, nothing but a pot to piss in maybe. And he hooked up with the Fertitta brothers, Frank and Lorenzo Fertitta. Of course, at one point in time, at that time, they were the owners of the station casinos in Las Vegas, which is a neighborhood casino, not on the strip per se, but off uh, off the strips in different neighborhoods around town. And bottom line is they were successful in what they were doing. But when they bought the USC, they lost like $35 million going in. So they're ready to sell the USC just to get, get, get away from it. And then all of a sudden, of course, they had the the ultimate fighter, Forrest Griffin, and those guys turned it around with that big performance on TV. And before you knew it, the UFC was like rocking and rolling. And I'm all hot for the UFC rocking and rolling. I mean, I'm not a big fan of their fights because I'll tell you why. I think that stuff is just too brutal. I think the, the damage done to an individual, be it a female or a male, male or female, the residual effects that we see in 10 or 15 years from now, because we don't know because the sport's new, but we see the effects 10 or 15 years from now, I think we'll be shaking our head. You think football's bad. And yes, football is bad. Football's probably, football is definitely worse than boxing. I have come in contact with more guys per capita, that means per 100,000, um, in, in football that are screwed up than I have come in contact with boxing that are screwed up. And I've come in contact with, come, come in contact with a lot more, there I am stuttering, than I come in contact with a lot more boxers than I do football players with. Football players just blew me away. All these guys are sort of like, I mean, you talk to them, and there's nothing going on there. There's nothing going on between those two eyes. I couldn't figure it out until, of course, the Mark Gaston thing. When I interviewed him, I realized, you know what? He's out to lunch, only he don't know it. And then Larry Merchant, who will be our guest in a couple of minutes here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, he came out with that special on HBO, I guess it was about 25 or 30 years ago, about how guys were like, you know, guys playing football were just not the same anymore. Anyway, pretty crazy stuff. Concussions, we'll get into that in depth. Larry Birch is next on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Open phone lines all around the planet. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Or get this, the Guilford No Commitment Text Line. You can text us here in the studio. 415-275-1613. The studio line, once again, the text line. 415-275-1613. You're tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide on Sports Byline. That's America, Pedro. Sports Byline. Hey, I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. 
I I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. I had no choice. ESPN and Top Rank on the air 40 years ago, 40 years ago yesterday, April 10th, 1980, of course, from Resorts International, the place owned by Merv Griffin. Merv had a funny handshake. I'll just leave it to you like that. When he found out I was from San Francisco, he had a little twitch, a little extra twitch in his handshake. I'll just put it to you like that. You could probably figure that out if you think about it. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. We take it from the city by the bay to Southern California, the city of angels, and bring in, of course, the retired HBO godfather, Mr. Larry Merchant. How are you this morning, sir? Good morning. Uh, you don't want to know about my problems and troubles. <laughs> Let's right. talk about somebody else's. <laughs> well, everybody, every everybody's dealing with, with stuff right now. You know that. I mean, life will never be normal again. I think that as we know it, I don't think we'll ever go back to normal as it was three months ago. No, I think we're resetting and doing a new normal, but um, I'm not sure I'll be around to see it. Um, and I'll, I am curious uh, what what happens, how much people uh, decide they can work from home because of uh, social media and all of that. Um, but meanwhile, uh, we have to live life in a uh, cage. 
Yeah, it's the only, I think the only thing, you know, things really haven't changed all that much because I'm a bit of a loner per se. And I go to the grocery store. I mean, I don't get to do all my metrosexual things like my massages and my facial and that kind of good stuff. But outside of like going to the grocery store, there wasn't a whole lot I did. So I'm not missing out on a whole lot. I mean, I'm not. But on the flip side, I would like to do things. Yeah, I'm, look, we, we're adults and we read and we call people and hang out and watch television and find good things and uh, then our day is over and um, we read a little bit more and not off. So uh, that's not unlike many days before the uh, pandemic came to get us. Um, but, you know, uh, stuff happens. And um, in any event, um, here I am. And I'm curious about something. You sent me a text. I believe about you or this other fellow who had discovered um, um, how Sonny Liston died. No, I, I, as a police officer, I, I, what happened was I looked at the police reports and I interviewed uh, Davy Pearl, who was the referee for the Hearns Leonard first fight. He was also a manager. They called him one of the dancing bellhops there in Las Vegas, but he was also the manager of Sonny Liston and Johnny Taco. So I interviewed both those guys and I interviewed um, somebody, a maid, somebody, some domestic help. So anyway, I did that and I read the police reports. I got access to the police reports and I came up with the, the, the stunning conclusion that Sonny didn't die via foul play. I mean, he, his house was locked from the inside. The house was yeah, locked well, from the inside. I, I just as always assumed it had something to do with, uh, uh, depression and drugs. No, it would be, listen, he was pleasing himself. His shorts were down around his ankles. The, the, he was naked on top of the bed. His shorts were down around his ankles. And, and that's what they found. They found Sonny in a, in a bedroom with his shorts down around his ankles and he's naked and he's been dead a couple of days and nobody's been in and nobody's been out. And it's pretty obvious to me from a police officer's point of view and an investigator's point of view. And I hate to steal a line from Richard Pryor here, but, Sonny Liston sort of came and went at the same time. Well, uh, you know more about that than I do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Then, you know, I was, I was Bob Arum, God bless him, 55, 56 years, 56 years now of, uh, of promoting. I remember in 65 seeing pictures of him and Ali and, and that in the newspaper and then Jack Fisk column. And, of course, he had the top-ranked box, and it began in 1980. But did you ever – did you ever – did you ever – Get the hang around with Merv Griffin. Merv Griffin. He he sort of no. like he, he thought I was gay, and he was gay. And when I told him I was from San Francisco, his eyes lit up like he had just hit the lottery or something like that. And he shook my <laughs> hand with an extra little shake in the middle. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> um, that's a world that with which I am not familiar. Um, <laughs> but uh, hey. If you hang around and go around, you uh, run into things that you didn't know were. Uh, and you have had more experiences in that world than I did. But no, I didn't know Griffith. Um, maybe I saw him at a fight. I don't, I don't remember. 
but, but of, all, of those guys who did the afternoon talk shows, though, the Mike Douglas was probably the deepest, wasn't he? I mean, he, he sort of, I mean, he, he did entertainment at times. He brought in people and he just went deep, anti-Vietnam War, all kinds of crazy stuff that wasn't unheard of for an afternoon time slot. Well, we, we're seeing how all those afternoon time slots are flooded now with the pandemic. And, of course, uh, Vietnam was... Uh, an inflammatory cultural phenomenon, and it it brought people together who had never been together before, and marching, and 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 creating bonfires, and um, there was a real social rift. And when you say, "Well, life is never going to be the," quite the same again after the pandemic it wasn't the same again after vietnam um the the, the social waves uh, re regrouped into different waves and uh the civil rights movement and the women's movement and uh, the anti-war movement and so on and so forth all flooding us at the same time. It was a so I'm sure that there'll be some kind of uh, backlash and then re reorientation after all of this is gone. You talked about people marching in the streets. Do you think people will march in the streets as they could right now? No, uh, I don't think it's the. Uh, they were they were marching in the streets against uh, our government. Uh, the the whole American establishment was being attacked because uh, after World War Two, this was there was the war in in Korea, and then this was Vietnam, and it was it seemed like we were. If we weren't war mongers, maybe, but we were we were putting lives at risk all the time, and it it finally imploded uh, and registered that it wasn't patriotic. It was patriotic to be anti-government, and that <clears throat> changed a lot of things. And just as things are changing now. Okay, so my question to you is: Is it is it patriotic to be anti-Trump? Well, there's always been anti uh, uh, in, in politics, but we've never had that I can that I know of a divisive president like that. Um, maybe we've had presidents that one side or the other didn't didn't love particularly during the times of elections. But once the elections were over, um, the presidents were smart enough to try to unify the country rather than divide them. And we have a president now who who feels his power comes uh, from dividing the country. Okay. Could boxing survive without fans? Could they do boxing with just a TV camera and a couple of guys, would that work? No, I don't think so. I think 
uh, the passion of fans, uh, their responses during a fight are part of the show, aside from the fact that all those people represent uh, a big investment in going to an event. So how do you have the event <laughs> if people aren't going and paying to see it? Um, I, I, think it's, I think it's true what many athletes have been saying, that to just go out there and, 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 and have a, a, a variations of a, of a schoolyard basketball game is, uh, is not what America wants to see. Okay, we've got what America wants in one hand and what America might get in another. Which is? Which which is studio fights. I mean, that's what they're talking about, studio boxing. They tried to do it last week with WrestleMania. They tried to do some some uh, WrestleMania bouts, evidently, with uh, without a crowd, and, and it bombed. I mean, it was the lowest attendance or the lowest pay-per-view rating they ever had in their existence. So I guess it didn't work in wrestling. It's probably not good. I don't think it would work in boxing either. I really think there's got to be more than just I don't either. I don't either. Uh, If the zone is paying Canelo Alvarez uh, $30 million a fight, some of that has to come um, from site fees. Um. And uh, so who else do we want to see? Or do we want to see two journeymen uh, uh, fighting in a studio? I doubt it. Yeah, speaking of the zone, I know what they can do. They can cut out their TV team and just show us the fights. Boxing's almost self-explanatory. I mean, you know, we can just – I think we'd be better off probably without that B team. I'm not a big guy in the B team with the zone. I think you know that. Okay. Uh, you, you mean by the B team, the, the second – Group of of commentators, or what are you talking about? Yeah, the second group of commentators, the ones that no, look I'm like they're up. I'm opposed to that as well. I you got you got if you add it all up, you got seven or eight people commenting about two guys in a ring. <laughs> yeah, too much, too much, too much. Bottom line is, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live worldwide. A inside, you're inside looking at the world of boxing, MMA. Godfather, you got some time to spend with us another fifteen minutes? I'll give it a shot. Great. The Godfather will stay in the house. Of course, he is Larry Merchant, the esteemed retired HBO legend. I'm talking about Mr. Hall of Fame himself. Philadelphia Daily News, right? The sports editor, something like a photographer, started as a photographer, went to the sports editor. Bottom line is, he's got one hell of an act, one hell of a resume. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, of course, the American Forces Network. Hour number two. Alexis Sargoyo, unplugged. I never told the story. I've always held it back. Of course, he and I had some had some interactions. Of course, I went down to Nicaragua and he was hooked on crack and tried to get him to clean himself up and that kind of good stuff. It didn't happen then. It happened later. But the bottom line is he's been dead since 2009, 2008. I think I could talk about that today on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This is the Sunday edition, hour number two. Of course, we'll feature Alexis our world, but Saturdays, 11 a.m. Pacific on one hour on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. This is a Sunday show, two two hours, also 11 a.m. Pacific on live on Sports Byline. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide more with the retired HBO Godfather, Mr. Larry Merchant, after the break. People got to understand this. Uh, we all can have dreams, but the dream will never chase us. We have to chase the dream. Somebody me. 
In the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent, sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. Hey, so are you the type of guy that wants to look put together but doesn't want to spend hours at the mall finding new clothes? So you can look great at the office, on the road, or even just on the weekend with friends and family? I hear you. This is why there's Stitch Fix, your personal styling service that delivers hand-picked clothes right to you. Stitch Fix is simple. Sign up in just a few minutes. Tell them about the brands that work for you and even let them know what types of styles you prefer. Stitch Fix is convenient you get great clothes delivered right to you so you can try new styles on in the comfort of your own home and make a decision without any pressure. And Stitch Fix is on your terms and priced to match your budget. There's no subscription required ever. Keep what you want and send back anything you don't. So, isn't it time you got it all together? Get started today at stitchfix.com. Stitch Fix, personal styling for men, women, and kids. Stitch Fix, personal styling for everybody. The TVS Television Network. For decades, your home for great sports TV is back. You can watch six TVS sports channels now streaming on WatchYour.TV. It's free and it's on the internet as well as on Roku, Android, and iPhone and iPad apps. Watch TVS Sports Network, TVS Classic Sports Network, TVS Turbo Sports Network, TVS Women's Sports Network, TVS Tavern Sports Network, and TVS Boxing Network. That's TVS Television Network. Six free channels at WatchYour.TV. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. You know, somebody asked me the other day, what, what really impressed me as far as the sports world was concerned? And I thought about the different records, this and that. And of all the champions that I've watched, and I've watched a lot of champions, I thought that, believe it or not, a horse was the greatest. I thought the secretary was probably the most kick-ass speed, and participant in any athletic event I've ever seen in my life. When he won that triple crown, I was working in a barber college down in San Francisco, and, and I just watched him win one like t- by 20 lengths or something like that, going into the stretch, there was nobody around. 
I was just blown away by that horse. Larry, did I, am I fawning too much over a horse here? No, he was a star, uh, that uh, secretariat. You know, uh, every once in a while, um, an athlete from some uh, um, second-level sport in terms of its popularity pops out. And the um, secretariat was certainly uh, in that class. Um, I remember talking to a an agent um, about him, and an agent who was connected to his team and so on, and, and he kept saying, well, Secretariat would be uh, um, on, on the marquee above, the, na- above the, the name of the movie, you know, that we could sell packages of his uh, stuff, the stuff he left to go on track for many dollars if we wanted to. Uh, so he was a, a real star and did some very dramatic things in terms of dominating the, the field. Um, and um, there haven't been too many horses in modern times quite like that. I just thought he was, he, he was an incredible, and he knew right, he was a star and a stud. Switching gears from the sport of of, um, of horse racing to tennis. You played a lot of tennis. In fact, you know, when I look, I was looking up some articles on you a couple of weeks ago. Yes, I was doing some research on Larry Merchant and Patricia Stitch Merchant as well, and um, looking up some old headlines. And there was a lot of a lot of pictures of you in, in, in tennis shorts. So I, I knew you played a lot of tennis. Did you Did you play like every day? Well, in some in it's it's sometimes of the year I played a lot. I uh, um, I belonged to a club uh, at one point, and um, I enjoyed the, the the social aspects of tennis, hanging around and uh, and brainstorming with a lot of smart guys out here in show business and so on. And I I I played. I was a a, a, a journeyman pl- player. I was, uh, I, but I enjoyed going out in the court and running around. And then uh, one day, uh, my knee, my right knee, told me that that's it, no more, and I had to retire from tennis. By the way, I don't know if I've ever told you the story that um, my first tennis racket I got in Philadelphia. Shortly after I became a sports editor there, and I was going out to interview the great Rod Lever uh, at a uh, at a match, uh, and I was alone with him in a dressing room, and he offered to sell me his tennis racket for ten dollars. And uh, although I'm not a collector of things. Um, I bought the racket for ten dollars, and I played with it. It was a big old Dunlop uh, bat, and um, finally, uh, uh, I wore it out, or it wore me out, and um, I don't have that bat anymore. 
you know, uh, you talk about running. I remember one time I was in China and I said, I'm going to go run. I told Muhammad Ali, I'm going to go run. And he said to me, run, young man, run, because one day your legs are just going to say no. I think my legs are starting to, they're almost at the point where they're starting to say no. They're saying to me, you know what, man? Mm, you know, in other words, bottom line is I'm still going to push it, though. Well, I, you know, at the time that uh, I I had a knee issue, uh, I decided, you know, I could go on and play and put something on my knee and play a lot of doubles and so forth. And I thought, you know, that's not who I am. I like to run around the court like a lunatic and have some fun. And uh, I just stopped right there. And, and I stopped skiing as well at that time. Switching gears, Rocky Marciano, uh, a little little cheap on, on the thrifty side, to, to put it lightly. Um, Godfather, how much money is, did they suspect he buried? Three or four million bucks? I, well, for, A, I, I have, I don't know. My recollection was they were talking about maybe three hundred or four hundred thousand dollars. Oh, okay. Which might be three or four million today. Uh, but that was a lot of money uh, back in the day. You know, I remember Roy Shire, he was a promoter here in Northern California, a wrestling promoter, who I used to scalp tickets for. That's why I, I hustled tickets when I was a kid out the Cow Palace. But um, he, he he buried $350,000 in his backyard, and it got rotten. It got rotten, sort of, sort of like mildewed and that kind of good stuff. So he tried to give it to the IRS, tried to say, look, you know, I got this bill of money. So they ended up taxing on the money. The whole nine yard was Roy Shire went to almost jail on that one. But he buried 350 grand. It almost came back to put him in jail. Well, he ought to go to jail if he didn't put it in some in in in, in, in some package that would have <laughs> would, would have saved the the money. <laughs> Hey, he was a little short. He was a little guy about my height. Um, always packed a gun. Was a tough guy, a former professional wrestler. Always packed a gun. But he was one of those people that you come in contact with in your life, and he sort of reaches out, puts his hand on your shoulder, and he and, and he helped me along. I mean, he would give me pre-tickets, these premium tickets to these wrestling matches four weeks in advance to an event. So I'd sell this stuff and scalp them and the whole night. I mean, I, he put me through junior high school. <laughs> well, that says a lot about you. I don't know about him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a pollution. All right. Larry Mercer is our guest. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline. I heard ready, of course, the, the Dan Patrick Channel, Channel 211 on Sirius XM, as well as SB Nation Sports. Godfather, when when you look at the, the boxing world right now, you've got, you know, Tyson Fury is a linear world heavyweight champion, and he's also the the king of masturbation, where he says he's masturbated seven times a day. I, I hate to use this word, but I don't. I don't know anybody that's got that beat. Uh, well, uh, uh, you leave me. You leave me speechless. Um, I never heard that about him, and I doubt that it's true. But uh, time out, time what do out. I know? Maybe he's a, the the heavyweight champion of masturbation as well. Okay, Cutman, do we have that clip? Cutman's going to work on that clip, so you can put that clip. I don't know if I believe it, even if he said it. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay. Um, Tyson Fury, Anthony Joshua, it appears that mm, maybe I was right when I thought that they were going to like, Wilder was going to mandate this, ask, ask for a mandated rematch and then sort of take step aside money because that seems to be the direction in which you're going now. Uh, you know, I, I, I think that's a, a possibility if somebody offers him $5 million or $10 million to sit one out because uh, that fight would generate how many hundreds of billion dollars, I don't know. Um, so, you know, it's it's the level of the game I'm not that fam- uh, familiar with, and it doesn't often happen. But given the pandemic and given the fact that they probably couldn't have the uh, rematch until n- next year, mm-hmm. um, that could change the equation a lot. If and when they turn on the green light again and people are able to attend boxing matches, I think it's going to be a bonanza for the boxing fan. I think all these fights that that – They've got to hurry up and get it together. It's not. I mean, they've lost time, and I think they realize that. Well, everybody's lost time, but I think your point is well taken, that maybe they do have to make uh, the big matches uh, we all want to see in order to get the attention of the boxing fans, just as all the other sports are starting. And um, um, so... Maybe that's the way it will, it will happen, or maybe they're going to just go back to business as usual and uh, and and slow start and move. Uh, but I think there'll be a lot of uh, of the fighters themselves uh, who feel you know they missed one or two fights and they got to start uh, taking some risks in their matches. My my friend Dana White, of course, who Whitey Bulger brought to us because Whitey Bulger scared him. He was running a boxing gym in Boston. Whitey Bulger scared him out of Boston and sent him to Vegas. Of course, he set up the UFC. He was trying to put on some UFC fights this week on a uh, on an island first. He was talking about an island, and he was talking about the uh, Tachi Palace Casino Resort near uh, in Lamore, California. ESPN and Disney finally stepped in and stopped him. But man, he was he was adamant about throwing these events. What's up with these guys? Why can't they just? Are they driven that hard by 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 the people with the money saying they've got to do this, or is it just some political yeah, thing for Mister? I, I I suspect that uh, some of the promoters, uh, as well as others in the boxing world, are just like the restaurant owners and the hotel and owners and so forth and so on who have been put out of business uh, maybe till who knows later in the year or the end of the year and uh, um, they've got debts and, and, and owe banks and have contracts with, with their employees and so on and uh, so they're under pressure to try to make something happen. Um, but uh, White is a guy who, uh, one of those guys who, who doesn't think the rules apply to him. Good point. No doubt about that. Anyway, I wish you have a wonderful week. Say hello to the God Mama for me. Give her a big kiss and 
take care of yourself this week, man. You know, this is we're getting close here as far as this thing, as far as uh, the the curve and that kind of good stuff. Let's you and I stay on that other side of the curve. Be smart. I love you, Godfather. Have a great week, okay? You too. Bye. The one, the only. I get him. Do I get him a little mushy there? Yeah, I do, sort of. Get the little mushy. Yeah, Larry's not the most emotional guy in the world, but he is my my buddy. I love him. 1985, April 15th, 1985. Of course, the anniversary of us meeting coming up in three days. Wow, doesn't seem like it was. Doesn't seem like it was that long ago, but it doesn't seem like doesn't seem like it was yesterday either. Don't forget, Alexis Arguello, hour number two here on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. It's something else to watch two men at the highest level battle and one may be favored over the other but you never know what's going to happen and and that's what that's why boxing is the way it is We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance Ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your Ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003-800-485-6003-800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. 
take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. Seven times a day? I don't know how anybody can beat that. Probably not even Michael Jackson would probably beat it. Bottom line is hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide forthcoming here on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, of course, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, and the SB Nation Sports. But the bottom line is if any of these networks drop on you, you, have to drop more, you can always go to sportsbyline.com. You hit the listen live button. We're always live there, no doubt about that, 24-7. Anytime Ring Talk is on, whether it's live or delayed, Right there, sportsbyline.com. Hit the listen live button. Now, hour number two, we'll switch gears. We'll spend a whole lot of time talking about Alexis Arguello. Who is he? Andres Alexis Arguello Borrecas. He was born, of course, uh, in 1952. El Flaco Explosivo, the world champion from Nicaragua. Of course, died in 2009 at the age of 57 years old. Bit of sadness there, and we don't know whether he was killed or whether he died on his own hands, whether it was suicide or whether it was murder. I'll talk about that in depth in hour number two here on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You can join us on the tour free if you'd like for hour number two, 1 800 878 7529. That's 1 800 878 7529. Or get this the guilt free, no commitment text. You can text us here in the studio. You got questions? You want to say something? You're bitching about something? Let, let it go. I got no problem with that. Text line number for the studio, 415-275-1613. The studio line, once again, 415-275-1613. Lenny Williams, my buddy, taking us to the break here, of course, with the Tower of Power. He recorded this back like in 1970, what, 73, 73, yeah, 1973. Bottom line is, Lenny's rocking and rolling. got that new song out. Maybe we'll play it in an hour or two, say so. But Lenny Williams, rock and rolling, still going to platinum recording artist. My good friend, how lucky I am. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking the world of boxing and MMA. Don't forget, hour number two upcoming after the news. Don't forget after the news. So sit tight. Six minutes. Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Hour number two comes back with El Flaco Explosivo, the story of Alexis Arguello. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a production of Sports Byline. Radio News with John Hunt. During this time of social distancing, President Donald Trump had a special message for the nation. At this holy time, our nation is engaged in a battle like never before, the invisible enemy. Our brave doctors, nurses, and responders, first responders, 
are fighting to save lives. Our workers are racing to deliver critical medical supplies. Our best scientists are working around the clock to develop life-saving therapeutics, and I think they're doing really well in doing so. Though we will not be able to gather together with one another as we normally would on Easter, we can use this sacred time to focus on prayer, reflection, and growing in our personal relationship with God, so important. As the nation continues social distancing, many churches are holding their Easter services online. This is USA Radio News. So I don't know if you saw this, but there was just this big study about anxiety among us. Really interesting in this study about what can keep us up at night. One of the top stressors out of all the things to worry about is paying for health care. A huge majority of us say we're worried about that. It's totally understandable, but there's an affordable alternative to health insurance. It's MediShare. It's a Christian healthcare sharing ministry, and it has worked beautifully for more than 25 years. And not only do people save lots of money, they get access to a huge network of doctors. They get to take advantage of 24-7 live access online where they can talk to a doctor and even get prescriptions. And, of course, there is the savings. With MediShare, the typical family saves $500 a month. That can help you sleep easier, too. There's a lot to love about it. No wonder it's grown so much. Here is the number to find out more. Call 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-B-I-B-L-E. 833-34-BIBLE. Pope Francis called for solidarity to confront a challenge posed by the coronavirus pandemic. As Christians celebrated a solitary Easter Sunday, blending the joyful feast day with sorrow over the toll the virus has already taken. Families that would normally attend morning mass wearing their Easter best and later join friends for celebratory lunches are hunkered down at home. Police checkpoints in Europe and closed churches around the globe have forced the faithful to watch Easter services online or on television. A few lucky Romans were able to to attend Mass from their balconies overlooking the church into the northern Trieste neighborhood where a priest celebrated rooftop open-air services. Celebrity lawyer Michael Avenatti, who was convicted of trying to extort $20 million from Nike, was temporarily released in New York City due to concerns over the coronavirus. Avenatti has to report back to jail in 90 days, according to U.S. District Judge James Selma. The former lawyer for porn star Stormy Daniels was found guilty in February. This is USA Radio News. Working from home? I'm Chad Dodd, veterinarian and consultant to Limp Bells. Here are some tips for keeping your dog fit while staying at home. Find 15 minutes twice a day and walk your pet at a decent pace around your place. Play hide-and-seek by hiding some kibble or favorite toys and letting your dog find them. If you have stairs and your dog is mobile, walk up and down twice a day for 5 to 10 minutes. Or better yet, try a power walk on your terrace or backyard for some fresh air. There are more helpful pet care tips at youmove.com, spelled Y-U-Move.com. Bill Gates is now involved in working on a new virus with the South Korean government. USA Radio's Wendy King has the story. Microsoft co-founder Bill Gates agreed to cooperate with South Korea on developing a vaccine for the coronavirus during a phone call with President Moon Jae-in on Friday. Gates, who predicted in a 2015 TED Talk that viruses could pose a greater threat to humanity than missiles in the coming decades, described South Korea's approach to tackling COVID-19 as a global model. Gates has praised South Korea for rapid and extensive testing and for its work on digital contact tracing. 
the possibility of reinstating Navy Captain Brett Crozier, who was relieved of his command after sounding the alarm about the coronavirus on the USS Theodore Roosevelt, is not off the table, according to Secretary of Defense Mark Esper. No further action will be taken against Captain Crozier until the investigation is completed. And once that's completed, we'll see where that takes us. And so we've taken nothing off the table. What I look to do is hear from and uh, and to take their recommendations seriously. So we'll see how that plays out. The former Secretary of the Navy, Thomas Modley, said the captain went outside the chain of command by not bringing his concerns to his direct supervisor. Days later, Modley resigned after a recording of him harshly criticizing Crozier became public. Remember to keep it right here, or you can go online at usaradio.com to get all the latest coronavirus information. For USA Radio News, I'm John Hunt. Do you love watching sports? Well, how would you like to be able to take your favorite sports with you and watch them anywhere? In your house, on your computer, even on your smartphone for one low price. With National Programming Service, you can. That's right, for one low price, so low we can't publish it, you can take your favorite sports anywhere, anytime with you. And we even give you free installation and free premium movie channels. Don't wait. Call National Programming Service right now. Right now, you could be up and running and watching your favorite sports and shows in just a few hours. Remember, call in the next 10 minutes and ask about our special radio offer and learn about free installation. Call right now. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into combat sports, brought to you by the WBO, the World Boxing Organization. Pedro, let me let me tell you congratulations on your long time in radio. You are your team, and for your ratings, man, I was reading about that. I'm very uh, impressed with you, Pedro. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and Internet history. I don't want to, to predict this fight, but, you know, I'm going to promise that I, I can give a good fight, you know, to, to make people happy, and I, I just do my best. Pedro Fernandez. If I can't teach you one way, I'll teach you another, but I'm going to get the job done. <laughs> Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to hour number two of Ring Talk, live worldwide, coming to you from the coronavirus studio somewhere in Northern California. Who am I kidding? This is coming to you from my bedroom. Everybody's broadcasting from their house. Thank God I don't have to do the Twitch TV thing because I mean I have to clean up the house and put everything in order and that kind of good stuff. But straight up, we're doing just audio. Of course, live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio Channel 211, the Dan Patrick Channel, and of course, now on SB Nation. Now, who am I? Oh, it's Big Mouth. My name is Pedro Fernandez. I'm an award-winning writer, four-time Golden Glove champion, so I know a little bit about Boxing, per se. Um, and that's what we'll be talking about in this hour of, of Ring Talk Live Worldwide Boxing. And we'll be focusing on Nicaragua's biggest star. No, I'm not talking about Ricardo Lopez. I'm talking about Mr. Alexis Arguello, the El Explosivo Flaco. That's what the explosive thin man. I'm starting to get a little emotion there. I got to keep it straight here because he and I were, we were tight and we went through some emotional things back and forth. So <clears throat> I'm going to try to stay emotionally straight as I do this show. 
uh, basically, um, primarily on Alexis, of course, a fighter since 1968. What a fantastic fighter he was until he retired. And of course, he come back. We'll talk about his career. We'll talk about his life. We'll hear from him. We'll go into depth. Alexis Arguello unplugged in this hour of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You can join me on the toll free if you'd like. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Or, or, or the, uh, no commitment guilt. Guilt free text line, which you guys are ripping on me right now. The text number 415-275-1613. The studio text line once again, 415-275-1613. Come to you live from my bedroom. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Joanne Jenkins, CEO of AARP. As the coronavirus continues to affect us all, especially older people and those with underlying health conditions, AARP is here, actively supporting you and your community. Every day, we're providing updated information and tips from trusted sources. We're hosting weekly teletown halls with the nation's top health experts, advocating on your behalf with national and local lawmakers to help secure sufficient resources to meet people's needs, sharing tools to protect you and your family from fraud, and creating resources for family caregivers everywhere to help keep them and their loved ones safe and healthy. For more than 60 years, we've been here to educate, serve, and fight for older Americans. Today, you can count on AARP more than ever. Join us. We may be apart, but we don't have to be alone. Stay connected at aarp.org slash coronavirus. Are you a 1099 contractor, business owner, or self-employed? Then you need to hear this important message. Through the Coronavirus Relief Act, you may be entitled to an advance of up to $10,000. But if you are like most hardworking Americans, you don't have time to spend hours waiting on hold and digging through government paperwork. The good news is, you don't have to. SBA Coach has already done all the heavy lifting for you. Text SBA to 55444 and our two-minute survey will tell you if you qualify. Then get you started on our simple and easy application. Funds are limited, so don't miss your chance. Text SBA to 55444 or visit sbaquick.com to get your free qualification survey. We are here to help you apply to the SBA, but we are not connected or endorsed by the federal government or SBA. Again, text SBA to 55444 or visit sbaquick.com and get in line for the funding you need. You check things all the time, like your email every 10 seconds or your ex's Instagram. But what about checking something as important as your credit? Well, Discover makes it quick, easy, and best of all, free. Discover is now offering FICO credit scores, the score used by 90% of top lenders for free, even if you're not a customer. Checking your score won't hurt your credit, and you can check each month for changes always for free. The Discover Credit Scorecard, free for everyone. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization.
Dr. Fernandez, outside call on line 9. Dr. Fernandez, outside call on line 9. Wanted to bring this segment in with something smooth. Of course, Loveland from the Great American Soul Book. Of course, Tower of Power 2008-2009. That did real well sales-wise. Of course, they were selling records or CDs back then. Now they're doing everything digitally. And I'm told they have a new album out outside of the soul side of town. They've got an album out after that. So they've got two new LPs out. Albums, call them what you want. Go to towerofpower.com to find out. Now, with Switch Gears, I take you back to August of 1999. I'm sitting in the studios at KNBR here in San Francisco, and uh, are in San Francisco. And um, I got on the phone with a friend of mine who was in Las Vegas and said to me, you know, Alexis Arguello's in trouble. I said, what do you mean he's in trouble? Because I read it in the newspaper, in the Nicaragua newspaper, that he was smoking crack in this. And I said, well, you read it in the newspaper? I said, this is a guy like, you got to be kidding me. So he says, no, no, I read it in the newspaper. So anyway, I, I called Alexis's house and on the radio. I called Alexis's house before before the radio. And his wife said, call me back and you get an interpreter and, and we'll do a radio interview. I said, cool, cool. She was a nice young, nice young, young girl. I guess he was about 50, 50 years old at the time. She must have been about 36, 37, somewhere around there. A couple of kids, a boy and a girl. Anyway, so she gets on the phone with me and she tells me that Alexis Arguello, the great champion, Explosivo Flaco, of course, the explosive thin man, while that he was smoking crack out of a can. She says he's smoking out of a Coke can. And I didn't know what she meant. I mean, she said he was smoking Coke out of a Coke can. So what are you talking about me smoking Coke out of a Coke can? Anyway, bottom line is she's begging for help. And all of a sudden, Alexis breaks in on the phone. And he says, Pedro, Pedro. And I said, yeah. And I knew who it was. And he says, this is Alexis. I said, yeah. And he said, what's the matter with you, man? He goes, I, I just don't want to live anymore. I just don't want to live. I just don't want to live. So anyway, I, I hung up the phone. I mean, the interview was over per se, and I was a little bit stunned by it. I didn't know what to do. I mean, here's this guy who basically sounds like he's committing suicide or wants to commit suicide on the phone here. I mean, how do I respond to that? And who am I anyway? I mean, I've only known Alexis professionally. I mean, I, he and I haven't been tight. You know, we haven't been uh, doing all kinds of intimate things together. I mean, we hung out a couple times together in Canastone, New York, and went to different events together, but not like buddy, 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 buddy type of thing. So I don't know how to react. So anyway, I'm thinking about the time that Alexis told me that Don King was uh, Don King wanted to re-sign him to a contract, but he had a contract offer from another promoter for a lot more money. He was going to go with the other promoter until Jose Suleiman, the then president and founder of the World Boxing Council, stepped in and said, if you don't sign with Don King, we're going to strip you of the title. And of course, this was at a point in time where those belts meant something. There was only a couple of them around, not three or four. Okay, this belt meant something to him, and it meant something to his making money. So he signed with Don King. Okay, that wasn't what he wanted to do. But I knew that he was forced to sign with Don King because of Jose Suleiman. So with Alexis being in all kinds of trouble right now, I said to myself, well, reaching out to Don is not going to work, because I know what Don's going to tell me. No, in a nice way. Okay, so I, I'll try to reach out to Jose Suleiman, who I used to call him in print, Jose Silliman. Okay, and he took it. He took it on the chin. Took it well. I mean, me and him were tight until he went. Until uh, he died. I mean, we went to the. We didn't agree on everything. It was sort of like one of those families where you have um, people that sit at the dinner table and don't agree politically. Well, me and Suleiman didn't agree on a lot of things, but he was a good guy, and I watched him do a lot of good things for good people, stuff that people don't know. Anyway, 
So I get Suleiman on the phone, call him in Mexico City. It's Monday morning. I was doing radio Saturday night. So it's Monday morning. I call Suleiman on the phone. I said to him, listen, you know, Alexis is in trouble. I said, he's smoking crack out of a can. And he goes, what do you want me to do? What am I supposed to do? I said, you know, I said, well, maybe if you didn't make him sign with Don King, you know, he'd have had a whole lot more money in his pocket right now. He wouldn't be in the trouble he's in right now. You know, it might be, it might be all money related. Who knows? You know, you screwed him over there. Blah, 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 blah. So Suleiman's like, whoa, whoa, where's he coming from? But he knew I was coming with the truth. He was coming at, I was coming at him with the truth. So Suleiman says to me, after a long discussion, he says, well, what can I do? What can I do? I said, well, you know, you can give me some money. Give you some money. I said, yeah, I'll go down to Nicaragua and drag his ass back to San Francisco. And we'll put him in a rehab back here. We'll rent him in a house and this kind of stuff. And I said, but I'm going to need some big money to do that. He said, well, how much money do you think you need? I said, so I'll stick it off to 30 grand. He said, okay. He goes, I'll wire you $30,000 to Western Union. He goes, if you need it, it'll be there. You go down to Nicaragua, you deal with Alexis. I'll book you on a first-class trip. I said, no, 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 Jose. Don't worry about it. I only weigh 156 pounds. You can put me on coach. No problem. Anyway, so I flew coach to Nicaragua. Alexis picks me up at the airport. I've got $30,000 waiting in Western Union in funds that I can go after to get him air travel and his family air travel and set him up with a house and that kind of good stuff in San Francisco. That's the intent because there's lots of Nicaraguans here in San Francisco. Okay, Virginia knows that. So anyway, um, I'm down there. He picks me up at the airport. It's sort of cool. You get picked up like like by the Bruce Lee or the Muhammad Ali or the Michael Jordan of the country. I mean, what more, what more can I say? That's what he was. So you get picked up at the airport. By Alexis Arguello. And, you know, we, we, we it, was, it was cool. He was talking a little bit. He was a little uptight about things. As I can see that he was, um, he wasn't high per se, but he looked worn. I mean, here was the most handsome, one of the most handsome men I've ever met in my life, boxing or not. Okay. And he just looked like, he didn't look disheveled. He just sort of looked, didn't look Alexis to me. He didn't look really Alexis to me. So I knew that, you know, he was screwing up. So I said, dude, what's up with the crack? He said, ah, let's not talk about the crack anyway. So, well, four or five days, we drove around town and we went different places. And he had print, he had a printing business where he was trying to put together a magazine or a small newspaper. And we worked on that for a little while. We went shopping in different places. And you know, people would look at him in 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 in, in uh, from afar, like in the supermarket, like, "Whoa, that's him. That's really him." It's like that's real. I mean, that's how he was like. Bigger than, bigger than, bigger than anything you could imagine in the United States. He was bigger than that and more in Nicaragua. So we travel around town and we go to stores and he was treated like a god. There was no, absolutely no doubt about that, you know, but he, um, he was, he was in bad shape and he wasn't drinking at the time. And I said to him, I said, you want to have a drink? Oh no, I'm not drinking. He wasn't drinking. He was smoking crack instead. Back when he was drinking, we were at the International Boxing Hall of Fame, I guess 1992, 1993. And uh, I won't mention the girl's last name, but so a girl named Kathy came up to me and said, Alexis Arguello's groping me. He's all over me, man. What are you going to do about this? Blah, blah, blah. I said, well, what am I going to do about it? He goes, yeah, you're his friend. So I went over there, and he's all sloppy and, you know, wearing a, a tuxedo and his ties all disheveled and all kind of stuff. I said, hey, man, you know, come over here. Let's talk, blah, blah, blah. So I said, why doesn't she want to talk to me? You know, so anyways, that's, that was Alexis the drunk. So we're here in Nicaragua. I'm probably going to have to run this a late break on this one. Probably we're in Nicaragua. And we're there four or five days, and the I guess about the sixth or seventh day is when I've got a confrontation uh, planned, organized. In other words, the pre, his priest is going to be there, his brother is going to be there, his best friend is going to be there, his wife is going to be there. Okay, just the important people in Alexis Arguello's life are going to confront him on this crack addiction. So we get together, we get at the house, 
and he, he he's he what's what's that? We having a party, Pedro? We having a party? I said, I don't think so. I don't think so. He goes, Well, you're going home tomorrow. I said, Yeah, I'm going home tomorrow. He goes, So we're having a little party. I said, No, we're having a little party, man. So this is sort of like a wake up call. What are you talking about? I said, You got people coming over here who want to talk to you. So one by one, the relatives and the friends arrived, the priests arrived, and everything. So we sat down for this big confrontation. And, you know, we went back and forth over this. And you can argue with an addict all you want. I mean, it, back and forth, this and that. And you can, if, 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 if they're addicted, there's there's very little chance of them being for of them being able to be rational, okay? And our boy wasn't rational. And I remember he ended this like was it lasted, lasted about seventy five minutes, a little bit longer than an hour. And when he got up, he slammed his fist on the table, and he said to me, "I am not a goddamn junkie. I don't shoot up." Boom, and he left the house. And of course, he would take me to the airport the next day and. You know, I said to him, man, you, you screwed up here. You had a chance to go to the city and clean your eye up, blah, blah, blah. What are you going to do? He says, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Of course, he following New Year's Eve, he got into a car accident, and the Nicaraguan government told him either you go to rehab or you go to jail. More on Alexis Arguello after the break. You are tuned to the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. 35, make that 36 plus years now. Often imitated, but <laughs> never duplicated. Stay tuned. Find out why. You two to Ring Talk, a sports byline production. Let's get out of this hot sun into a nice, cool bar. In a few minutes, honey. Travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this. 
but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Check it. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This is the Sunday edition. Of course, Sunday, two hours, beating it at 11 a.m. Pacific time. This is hour number two, of course, coming to you live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, and like a thousand other internet platforms. Bottom line is, we continue with the story of the great Alexis Arguello. This clip came from CBS back about 1989. In Nicaragua, they love their boxing. And you don't have to look far at all to find a match or two on any Saturday night. There have been lots of local heroes here at the Cranshaw Outdoor Stadium. Names like Kid Pasqualito, Nacho Lamele, Tancasito Gonzalez. It is a boxing-crazed country. And if you can't make it out for a couple of beers and a long card, you can listen to the action on the local radio station. It used to be they never had much to cheer about in this Central American country, but they do now. Because this is the homeland of Alexis Arguello. In fact, it was here in this outdoor boxing ring in central Managua where Alexis Arguello had his very first professional fight. For his work, he earned himself $40. But more importantly, he earned the respect of the Nicaraguan boxing experts who looked up into the night at that skinny little kid in the ring and said, finally, we have our champion. in Miami now, training for his 80th and perhaps most important professional fight. He is in pursuit of something that has never been done before, a fourth world title. He is obsessed. There are no distractions in this broken down neighborhood gym in Miami. No loud music to pump him up. No cheering section to massage his ego. No, this is far too serious. He talks to nobody. Conditioning is everything. A boxer's body is his weapon. Conditioning. This is a time for intensity, not levity. The laughing and joking is for outside the gym. 
This is the Alexis Arguello fight fans don't and wouldn't pay to see. He's a nice guy. Gentle, compassionate, a family man. The main thing is uh, I'm going to give a good education. Pretty good storyteller. Laughs at everybody else's. I don't tell bad jokes in this company. You look at him and you say to yourself, this is the guy who slam dunks professional fighters into the mat? I know, I know. This guy has had 62 knockouts? Friends like this, who needs enemies? This is the great and feared Alexis Arguello? Don't be fooled. This act stops at the ropes. Inside, Dr. Jekyll turns into Mr. Hyde. I've only seen one other fighter that had this effect on his opponent. That was Joe Lewis. Uh, he was so mild-mannered and, and so soft-spoken outside the ring. He disarms people. But when he gets in the ring and he hits them for the first time, they cannot believe how strong he is. They have no idea until they get hit that first shot. And no matter where it hits them, anywhere, then they know. They know, wow, what am I in here with? <laughs> <laughs> After the beatings, there is always the Alexis Arguello trademark. Console the opponent. The nice guy reappears. It's been that way since he took his first title away from Ruben Oliveras in 1974, and since then he's collected two more with a stunning 76 and 4 record. He's been around long enough to even knock out kids who idolized him when they were growing up. 76 and 4, three world titles. You'd think he'd be a household name. He isn't. Not yet. I swear to God, if I born in America, and the um, American people is not that easy. You have to prove. You have to go prove step by step who's who you are. Uh, Leonard to win two titles, to have less fight than I got, is uh, Jesus. Now with me, with 85, three world titles. That's the only difference. I'm not American. Well, last year he went into the ring with one of America's favorites, Boom Boom Mancini, who was trying to get the title his father never got when he was a fighter. In the end, Arguello almost came out the bad guy. But when it was over, fight fans across America were treated to something they seldom see. You two guys are a credit to what it's all about. Here is the challenger, Ray Mancini. Come on in here. Good, 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 good. That's, that's what we're talking about. Thank you, Ray Mancini. I love you, Father. That's the most beautiful thing you have. Like, I have my father. Take good care of you. While Ray Mancini's father watched the fight at ringside, Arguello's father was at home in Nicaragua. He still lives in the same house in Managua where Alexis was born. And on a Sunday morning, there are almost always visitors. And the conversation most always is about that skinny kid... We used to live here. I can never take that part of my life away from me. Never. Not even if I want to do it. Alexis grew up in this neighborhood, and while his father made and repaired shoes, his mother delivered them. It was here in these streets where Alexis Arguello had his first fights, the ones with no ring, bell, ref, or gloves. Not the kind of place many people are able to break out of. Those things are usually for movies, books, and Alexis Arguello. And really life, there's only two ways you can do it. It's you're doing good or doing bad. It's nothing in between. In the movie, you can project the end. But in life, I mean, if you take good care of yourself, nothing could happen. 
Gunfire is the only sound to be heard as citizens stay indoors and the general business strike continues. While he was away fighting, something did happen. The government was overthrown in a bloody revolution, and the old neighborhood turned into a war zone. Nicaragua's Sandinista guerrillas today savored a total victory over Anastasio Somoza. What the Sandinista government inherited was a country still trying to recover from the 1972 earthquake that killed thousands. For Arguello, this turn of events didn't fit in with his black and white world of training and conditioning. His younger brother was killed in the war and in death became a national hero even had an avenue named in his honor. And the price Arguello paid, his family torn apart, never to be reunited. The gym he built for the neighborhood kids was seized by the government. And to add insult to injury, the Sandinistas outlawed professional boxing. And even worse, they named Arguello's gym for his brother, tying the Arguello name to the revolution Alexis didn't support. They took everything, seized his dream home, evicted his mother and sister at gunpoint. Arguello will not return to see what is left over, the poverty, the people waiting and watching for a better life that never came as promised. Even though he hasn't been home in three years, he hasn't been forgotten. In the marketplace, they still sell Alexis Arguello t-shirts with an imprint of optimism showing four crowns, not three. It is as though he never left. He's a national hero now, but if Alexis sometime comes to Nicaragua, I can guarantee you that uh, maybe 200,000 or 300,000 of people is going to the airport to receive him. Quite frankly, Arguello is afraid to go home. Just, uh, just think about uh, that 200,000 people to kill a man just be just one. You know, the government can send somebody in the airport and have a good go on. And... Do you think that happened? Oh, yeah. I mean... Do you worry about that up here? Do you think that they would send somebody up here? Oh, yeah. I miss my family a lot, but, you know, just, uh, I cannot come back to my country for the problem. You know, they want to stay there. They've been living in there for all his life, you know. His mother tried living with Arguello in the States, but didn't like Miami, so now she sits at home with her memories. Is it hard for you all the time because Alexis is gone? But he is a knockout victim by the champion Alexis Arguello, who has successfully defended his championship for the third time. Well, right now, I have the respect for my country, because I'm a Nicaraguan, but I, I have a respect for this country. And all in my life, America would be part of my history. The Alexis Arguello story always brings us back here to Nicaragua. An embattled country still trying to get over the earthquake, still trying to get past the revolution which produced its own political heroes and martyrs. But you have to understand there's only been one idolo, one idol. Alexis Arguello is their national hero. And despite the millions, the Mercedes, the yacht, all the trappings of American success, Arguello will never forget Nicaragua. In fact, he will never forget this place, the ring where he had his very first professional fight. And back then, 
It was a basic struggle for survival. So there he is, working for something nobody has done before. Four titles. And in his black and white world, confident he'll get it. Pat O'Brien, CBS Sports. I want to thank CBS Sports for us, my man Brent Musburger for that great special on Alexis Arguello. Of course, Alexis, we have now we are now up to 1982. That's right, 1982, just before the first Aaron Pryor fight. When we come back after the break, we're going to depth, of course, how his life spiraled out of control after not one loss but two losses to Aaron Pryor. Losing in the ring affected Alexis like you would not imagine. You are tuned to Ring Talk live, baby, on Sports Byline. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. 
The TVS Television Network. For decades, your home for great sports TV is back. You can watch six TVS sports channels now streaming on WatchYour.TV. It's free and it's on the internet as well as on Roku, Android, and iPhone and iPad apps. Watch TVS Sports Network, TVS Classic Sports Network, TVS Turbo Sports Network, TVS Women's Sports Network, TVS Tavern Sports Network, and TVS Boxing Network. That's TVS Television Network. Six free channels at WatchYour.TV. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Well, you have to talk to my lawyer on that one. More of the Alexis Arguello stories continue. Of course, we're back in 1982. He's about to fight Aaron Pryor for the World Junior Welterweight Championship. Of course, Alexis stepping up from 135 pounds. Of course, he had just defended the championship and done it decisively. I mean, good Lord. I mean, some of the fights that he had at 130, 135 were just Tremendous fights, no doubt about that. But he was at the top of his game, or at least he thought, stepping into this fight with Aaron Pryor. Of course, Aaron Pryor, this fight will go down November 12th, 1982. Pryor coming into the fight, 31 is zip. Mr. Arguello, 72 and 5, 60 KOs. I mean, holy cow, something's got to give you, right? Well, what gave was Alexis Arguello. He was explosive. He was thin. As I said, the explosive thin man. But Pryor was short. He was stocky. He was a guy that that probably was a real lightweight, you know, 135-pounder fighting 140 pounds because nobody at 135 really wanted to fight him back in the time before Arguello, okay? So he and Arguello are going to do this at 140 pounds junior welterweight. Now, I know some of you say, what's well, five pounds? But guess what? I moved up eight pounds and got licked like a stamp, okay? It just size matters in two things. Once again, pornography and combat sports. This is combat sports. So size mattered. Alexis moving up to 140 pounds. He was thin. He was tall. He had the range. He was doing well on the scorecards. I mean, these guys were going back and forth. It was a good fight, no doubt about that. And, of course, then Alexis lands his big right hand, I think, in the 13th round. I think the fight was stopped in the 14th. But he lands his big right hand in the 13th round. I mean, he would have knocked down 10 men, let alone one man in Aaron Pryor, and it did nothing. It just put Pryor into another buzz. Pryor was in another world. Of course, he goes back to the corner. And the great Panama Lewis, when I say great, when I say great, by great meaning great crook, great all-around sleeves ball, the greatest sleeves ball maybe in the history of boxing. And boxers had many sleeves balls. And, of course, I got to slap him, almost slapped him, the snot out of him in Philadelphia at the Mike Tyson-Buster Buster Mathis fight back in 1996, I believe. Anyway, bottom line is but Panama Lewis has got – Aaron Pryor's corner. And he says in the corner before that 14th fatal round, the 14th fatal round for Alexis Arguello in the first fight, he says, give me that mint bottle, the special bottle, the one I mixed. Well, nobody knows what he put in that bottle. Whatever he gave it, gave to our uh, Pryor seemed to ignite him like it was like lightning in a bottle or something like that. I kid you not. Of course, Panama Lewis at one point in time told me it was peppermint schnapps. A couple of other people told me it was different things, but we really don't know what it actually was. But whatever it was, it seemed to rekindle Pryor, who came off that stool for that 14th round like it was the first round, and then, of course, punished Alexis Arguero like he had never been punished before in his life. And Alexis, having been a veteran of, I said, 77 fights coming into this fight, 60 KOs, he wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't a queer to losing. I mean, he had lost before. He lost five times. Losing wasn't no big thing. The manner in which he lost his fight was a little bit troublesome for him as far as his emotional well-being was concerned because of the fact that he thought that Pryor cheated by asking for the special bottle. And it was always a rumor. It was always a suspect. I think his name was Bill Miller. That was Arguello's agent. 
And uh, he always thought, he felt, he told me, and I felt the same way, that they had taken the stuffing out of Aaron Pryor's gloves that night. What am I talking about? Well, Panama Lewis, the aforementioned Panama Lewis, suspended from boxing forever because he took the, the padding out of Luis Resto's gloves in a fight that was going to that took place in Madison Square Garden back in 1983 with uh, Davy. Oh, I can't remember the kid's last name. Anyway, but the bottom line is um, he ruined this kid. I mean, Davy, he ruined him. I mean, broke his eye, broke his his, his facial bones, the whole nine because they took the stuffing out of the gloves. In other words, he was hitting him. Les Resto was throwing, you know, pure fists, pure hand wraps on, on a guy's face with no padding. Same thing, I think, took place in the first Arguello Pryor fight. I think that Aaron, I think that whether Aaron Pryor knew it or not, um, I don't know whether it was done while the gloves were on or while they were off, because I know he took the gloves off uh, when he took the padding out of the gloves during the Resto fight. He did it before, he did it after the gloves were given to the fighter, before they were put on. Now, the Athletic Commission supervises all that because of Panama Lewis. So anyway, I thought they took the padding out of the gloves for the first Arguello prior fight. And the reason why I say that is Arguello, a veteran, as I said, the aforementioned 77 professional fights. I mean, he had never been busted up like that. I mean, he was busted up. I mean, like like somebody had taken a bat, like somebody had seriously taken a bat or a billy club to him and just beat him about the face. And I'm saying to myself, you know, this is not the type of, uh, of injuries usually sustained from padded gloves. It's just not. So I was always always of the opinion that something was wrong with the gloves there. Bill Miller told me about a year later, I think in 1983, when they were talking about maybe doing a second time, a second rematch, which eventually did happen. But um, he told me that he thought the padding was on the gloves that night too. And when he asked for the gloves, the gloves disappeared. So, you know, the gloves were found in Luis Resto, Billy Collins fight, but they were never found in the Aaron Pryor, Alexis Arguello fight. Those gloves, the gloves in which Pryor knocked Arguello out in the 14th round have never been found. So Alexis spirals uh, into depression because he's not the most, he's not the strongest guy emotionally in the entire world. He's got to be, he's got to be soothed a lot. He's got to be patted on the back a lot. He's got to be told he's the greatest a lot. He's just one of those guys that's, he, he needs, he feeds off attention. He feeds off positive attention from people. The negativity of losing by knockout, wow, wow, by losing the knockout to Aaron Pryor, that was just absolutely devastating for him. So he gets himself together, and they talk about, you know, puts together a couple of fights, and he fights guys like Villamar Fernandez, who had beaten him earlier in his career. Of course, decisions him, and fights Claude Newell, who was a former I think he was a, for a champion for a minute because I'm fighting out of Trinidad. The guy quit on a body shot. I'll never forget that. Oh, you hit me on the hip. You hit him on the hip. And this Trinidad accent. I'll never forget. Of course, then there was the Aaron Pryor, uh, the rematch in 1983. Wow, September 9th, 1983. Of course, that was in Caesars Palace, the outdoor arena on the tennis courts there in Las Vegas. It was for the WBA super lightweight title, 140-pound title. And it was a fight that, you know, we all, we talked on the phone. Alexis and I talked on the phone. I think Hector talked with him on the phone, too. You know, and I'm trying to pump him up, and he's trying to be positive, this and that. But you can just tell that, that something's vacant here. In other words, if Alexis Arguello was a 47-unit was apartment building, the penthouse wasn't wasn't occupied. Some, something was amiss. Something was wrong. Something there was just something definitely wrong with him entering that second fight, of course. And I think that... He had uh, he had good people in his corner. I mean, he, he's always had good people. He had good people in his in his career throughout his career. So it wasn't a matter of bad guidance or anything like that. It was a matter of whether did he lose a fight fairly or not. This would haunt him until the end. Of course, he lost to Pryor the second time, and that was a bit of a 
beat down. Of course, as I said, the Caesars Palace outdoor in the um, in the tennis course. That was a knockout loss. Then he came back and fought Pat Jefferson, guy from Arizona, not too much there. Fought him in, in, in Anchorage. Beat Billy Costello. That was his last big win. That was in 1986, was February the 9th in 1986. We were up there in uh, <laughs> in Reno, Nevada, home of the Mustang Ranch. That's all I can say. But Billy Costello got knocked out in that fight. Of course, that was Alexis Arguello's last big win, Billy Costello being a former champion. Arguello would fight Jose Jorge Palomares, who had a horrible record, 8-12-1 in Miami Beach in 1994 as part of a comeback. He won a majority decision. One judge thought it was an even. Even. One judge didn't even think he won the fight. Come on, man, man. Anyway, it was even. One judge thought. Um, but he would come back, and he would fight a guy that couldn't lick. He, listen, Scott Walker, and he passed away now, so I'm not going to say anything bad about the late Scott Walker. He called, I, called him, I think they called him the pink the pink lady or the pink tiger, something like pink something down there in Arizona. Um, but he was a nice guy. He was a nice kid. He fought Arguello, of course, at Arizona Charlie's in Las Vegas. And Arguello invited me down for the fight. And I thought about, you know, do I want to go? Do I want want to go? And I think I found something to do, so I didn't have to go. And that was what I. That's what sometimes what you sort of do in order to avoid going to different different events. I mean, sometimes you can't go to everything, and sometimes there are emotional reasons you don't want to go. I didn't want to go to this one because I didn't think Arguello should be fighting anymore. And I didn't want to seem supportive of him. I didn't want to seem like an uh, an asshole and, and say, you know, you shouldn't be fighting, you shouldn't be fighting, you shouldn't be, I didn't want to say that, you know, because this is my buddy, and I said to him, I would say things like to him, are you sure you want to fight? You know, it's been like, it's been like, you know, 83, like 90, 86 and 90, almost a decade, man, you really want to come, oh, I still got the discipline, Pedro, I can do it, blah, 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 we didn't have the discipline, Oh, he had the discipline, but he didn't have the reflex, didn't have the youth, he just didn't have it, okay? Losing to Scott Walker, that was the unanimous decision loss, and that was the end. That came in 1995. So after that, he sort of floundered around, got hooked up on, again, on crack cocaine. Of course, he and Aaron Fryer, it was funny, both those guys had those two, that one epic fight, and of course, the second fight was a bit of a rout, but at that epic first fight, both those guys would end up smoking crack together in Miami. Imagine that. I mean, come on, I mean, Stranger stories have been told, but imagine Alexis, the straightest guy you could ever imagine. He didn't do blow or any of that kind of good stuff. He used to drink. He wouldn't smoke weed. He would drink, and that was it. All he did was drink. All of a sudden, boom, he's doing cocaine, snorting cocaine, smoking cocaine. The whole I was like, whoa, blown away by it because he never did any of that stuff around me. And I thought that, you know, the the places where we were with girls and things like that, that if it was going to happen, it would have happened then. He didn't let it happen. So the bottom line is, Aguero never did any. Hard drugs around me, but hard drugs were about his life, of course. And then, as I said, we went down there and tried to straighten him out in 1999. And he said, you know, I don't want to be straightened out. I'm not a junkie, so why don't you just leave me alone go back to San Francisco and do your thing? I said, okay. I said, what about, so we've got this rehab money for you. And he didn't believe me, so I took him down to Western Union. I said, can you punch up Pedro Fernandez, please? Can you punch up Pedro Fernandez? You have a $30,000 balance here. Do you want to pick up the money now? Do you want it in cash? Blah, blah, blah. We can give it to you in Nicaraguan money. And I said, no, no, I don't want the money. But this proved to our well that, you know, that, that, that Jose Suleiman, Jose Suleiman had, had put up the money and he was serious about trying to get our well clean, trying to get our well good. Of course, that Nick, that car accident where the Nicaraguan government came in in the New Year's Eve 1999, 2000. Of course, they said he had to go to rehab or he'd go to jail. He went to rehab. He turned his life around. And I guess about 2002, we're at the International Boxing Hall of Fame and Tim Smith, of the New York Daily News, a boxing writer there, says to Alexis, is this the man that saved your life? 
Is this the man that saved your life? He said it twice, never forget. And it was awkward because it, it was an awkward, it was awkward for him to ask that and, you know, to, to meet him and Alexa. It was awkward for him to say, is this the man that saved your life? It was a little awkward for him to ask that in front of me. And I was, I felt a little bit funny. He said, yes, he did. And I was like, well, I was speechless. I you know, I got a big mouth. I could say things forever. But I was speechless at that point in time. He goes, yes, he did. He helped save my life. So, of course, Alexis, that was 1999, 2001, 2002. We're seeing each other at different boxing conventions, 2003, 2004. Everything's cool. Last time I talked to him was in, I guess, about May of 2009. And everything was rock and roll. And he was a mayor of Managua, Nicaragua. He was thinking about, I said, you're going to run for president? Maybe, blah, 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 things like that. So, and then, of course, then come July 1st, 2009. And I get the call on the phone that Alexis is dead. And I said, Alexis who? And the person said, Alexis Arguello. I said, no, no, this ain't right. What's wrong? Because that woman, he either shot himself or, or he's been killed. I mean, what do you mean e- either? What do you mean either and or? It's not, that's not, that's not, I mean, either somebody killed you or, or you killed yourself. It's one or the other. It's not and or. Okay. We said they didn't know. And I said, what do you mean they don't? What do you mean they don't know? Come on, man. You know, he goes, well, the gun was found there. I said, yeah. I said, did he shoot himself in the head? He said, no, he shot himself in the chest. I said, so he shot himself in the chest with a gun? He goes, yeah. He goes, and it wasn't a, it was a big handgun. This and there, or a semi-little rifle. I said, what are you talking about, man? Can you, can you get me a picture of the gun? No, I couldn't get you a picture of the gun. Anyway, the bottom line is, Arguello either died in his own hands or somebody killed him. But at that point in time, with the power structure being a was in the Managua and, and that is the capital of Nicaragua. He was gunning for the presidency. Those corrupt people down there, well, guess what? They were not going to let it happen. On July 1st, 2009, I think the great Alexis Arguera was murdered. You are tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, and Sirius XM Satellite Radio. Of course, SB Nation as well. We'll be back after the break. are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877 877- 360-0402. It has been said that everyone has a book in them, but do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. 
Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Let Ricky do his thing here. I'm a traveling man, made a lot of stuff. Great Rick Nelson would have turned 80 years old on May the 8th, born May 8th, 1940, man. Died New Year's Eve, 1985, in a plane crash. Actually, the plane caught on fire. Straight up, he was a cool dude. He really was. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. And I've been to 34 countries, so I guess travel man sort of applies there. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 34, make that 35, make that 36 plus years now. You're inside looking at the world of boxing, MMA. Back to the Alexis Arguello here, of course. It was it was incredibly sad when he died, and you know we were going to go back to Nicaragua about a year and a half ago. I was supposed to go back there, and they had all this civil unrest in this, and they canceled my trip to our, uh, to uh, to Alexis's hometown. Talking about Managua once again, I was going to go down there, spend some time with his wife and his kids, and things like that, and try to figure out what what really happened. But from what I can determine. He was depressed. He was always talking about possibly killing himself and things like that. But the people that, that I've known and being a former policeman that tend to talk about suicide most usually aren't the people that kill themselves. They really aren't. And the fact that he was being groomed to be possibly president and he had a liberal mind as far as his political views were concerned, I just think that some of the conservative people down there and the people of the Santa Nieces and people like that weren't, weren't taking too kind, weren't taking kindly that. The bottom line was, Alexis had to be taken out, and he was taken out, as I said, in 2009. At least that's my belief. But, uh, you know, I, I, I can't tell you the emotional bond that there was there when I left that airport, of course, in 1999. Get, nine years later, I thought he was together, and all of a sudden, boom, he's dead. Two months later, after talking to him on the phone, he's dead. We don't know whether he killed himself or whether he or whether he was shot. I'm going with the murderer scene. This is the way I feel. Too much political pressure on them down there. They had to take him out. Well, I thank you so much for listening to this special edition of Ring Talk Live, where I, of course, come to you on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. You could be doing a million things right now. The fact you're listening to Ring Talk Live, where I, guess what? 
My name is Pedro Fernandez, and I thank you from the bottom of my heart. This is Ring Talk, live worldwide. Make that 35, no, no, 36 years now of being often imitated, but <laughs> never duplicated. Cause I love you so.